Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 463 for October 4th, 2015. This week, the files on your computer are worth more than the computer, and having a reliable backup is the only way to ensure their safety. A Cronus True Image is a good insurance policy. LG enters the tablet market in the United States with its Gram series of lightweight computers, and they look a lot like Microsoft Surface computers. In short circuits, Acronis teams up with quantum safe encryption to make cloud storage safer. And in an odds and ends article, we consider this week's upcoming Adobe Max conference and why companies choose goofy spellings for their corporate names. In spare parts only on the website, Russia's prime minister touts the country as a good location for innovators. Protective software publisher EZ acquires Desklock. And the Department of Homeland Security points out some security failings. The files on your computer are in constant danger. The disk drive can crash and destroy all of the data. Now, granted, today's disk drives are a lot more reliable than they were 10 or 20 years ago, but they do still fail. Malware planted on your computer can damage files, or it can encrypt them for ransom, and even you might do it. You might accidentally delete important files. Backup is the only reliable protection. It was with some trepidation that I recently started testing a Cronus TrueImage Cloud 2016. Many years ago, I had been unable to get an early version of a Cronus TrueImage to install properly. The 2016 version of TrueImage is a multi-purpose backup application. It can store files on internal hard drives, which I think is not a good idea, on external hard drives, on optical drives, network drives, and the cloud version can store files on the Acronis site. You may think that this versatility would cause a program to be difficult to use. Nothing could be further from the truth. And the ease of use starts with the installation. When you create a backup, you'll be asked to name it. The default name is Entire PC, followed by the name of the computer. And not surprisingly, this would back up all the data on the computer to the default location, which is the Acronis Cloud. By default, the backup will be scheduled weekly at the same time you created it. The default backup scheme is incremental, with a full backup after every fifth incremental backup. Acronis includes five schemes. Each has some advantages and each has some drawbacks. There's the single version. The program would create a full backup version and overwrite it every time according to the specified schedule or when you run the backup manually. By default, it'll run monthly for disk backups, daily for file backups. This kind of backup will consume the smallest amount of disk space, but it'll take the longest to run because it backs up everything every time. Next is the version chain. The program creates a full backup that is kept until you delete it manually. After that, the program creates one full and five differential backup versions and then repeats. Backups are stored for six months, and then the program analyzes older backup versions, except for the first one, to see if they may be deleted. 
Acronis recommends this as the best solution for most users. Next is incremental. The first backup will be a full backup. The second will record only those files that have changed since the first backup. Each subsequent backup records only new and changed files. This takes more disk space, but much less time. And a full backup needs to be run occasionally because any corrupt incremental backup will cause the restore process to fail. Fourth is differential. The first backup will be a full backup. The second backup will record only those files that have changed since the first backup. And all subsequent backups will also record all files that have changed since the first backup. This takes both more time and more space than an incremental backup, but it is safer than an incremental backup. And fifth, you can create your own custom backup. That's anything you define with settings other than the defaults. It'll be called a custom configuration, and you'll have to give it a name. You'll see a scheduling screen. This is where you set up or change the time when the backups will run. In the case I illustrate on the TechBiter Worldwide website, I have selected Do Not Schedule because the backup depends on having an external drive connected to the computer. If you choose one of the other options, you will be able to set the start time and other options. There is a non-stop option worth considering. You can set TrueImage to backup files immediately when they change. There is also a Backup Scheme tab, and that has options that are just like the ones I described. Next is the Notifications tab. This is the panel that will be of great interest to IT professionals who install TrueImage on multiple computers within an organization. The program can alert someone when disk space on the backup drive is limited, and it can also report the results of system backup operations. You'll need to provide information about the SMTP server and credentials for that to work. The fourth tab is called Exclusions. Every disk has files you don't want to back up, and TrueImage will automatically create a list of the most common ones. Examples include hyperfile.sys, that's the hibernation state file, the recycle bin, the files you've deleted, anything ending in .tib, those are TrueImage backup files. You wouldn't want to back up a backup file. And of course, anything with a temp extension, temporary files. You can add other folders and files that you don't want to include in the backup. And the last panel is called Advanced. The unassuming appearance of the Advanced tab is a little misleading because it holds an enormous number of options, ranging from creating a sector-by-sector -sector image with or without the unallocated space, running commands before or after a backup runs, validating backed-up files, creating a reserve copy of a backup, whether or not the computer should be shut down when the backup is complete, and whether the backup should be run at normal, high, or low priority. There are icons along the left-hand side of the screen, and one of those is called Tools. This panel is also worth taking a look at because it includes a lot of useful functions such as Clone Disk, Building Rescue Media, Universal Restore, Parallels Access, and even some additional tools. Under Clone Disk, this is the appropriate choice if you're replacing the boot disk in your computer. Next is Rescue Media Builder. Every user should visit this area of the program to create a CD or thumb drive that can be used to start the computer and restore data from a backup. Universal Restore is similar to the Rescue Media Builder, but it creates media you'll need to recover files on a different computer. Next is Parallels Access. That tab will help you set up a trial version of Parallels, which allows you to access your PC from a smartphone or a tablet. You will have to sign up for Parallels and pay extra for it. 
If you don't need this functionality, just disregard that tab. And then there's more tools. Selecting this option will open access to Drive Cleaner, Try and Decide, System Cleanup, and several other functions. Earlier, I said I started this project with a bit of trepidation. That's because a decade or more ago, probably more, I had worked with Acronis to find a way to install True Image. We never succeeded. My computer wasn't particularly unusual, we just couldn't get it to work. True Image Cloud 2016 has performed perfectly. The first test was on a notebook computer. I ran a full backup image to an external hard drive and then set a second full backup to the Acronis Cloud. That backup took several weeks because my internet service provider's uplink speed is abysmally slow. And so probably is yours. The 175 gigabyte backup eventually completed and incremental backups keep things up to date. Next, I set up a desktop backup to an external hard drive that I bring home every Wednesday from the office. The rest of the time, that disk drive is stored off-site. Initially, I set up this as an incremental backup with a full backup after every sixth incremental backup, but I may switch this to a chain backup version based on the Acronis recommendations. So you're probably wondering if this works. Well, I created a backup that copies the contents of a temp directory on drive D to a backup directory on drive H. Temp directories are commonly used to store temporary files that can be deleted at any time, so it didn't bother me that I'd be deleting these. For example, photos I share on Facebook are sized and saved in that temp directory. Once I've added the photo to Facebook, the image in the temp directory is no longer needed because the full-size original is still in the Lightroom folder. In other words, losing everything in a temp directory wouldn't be very painful. So I ran the backup process and then navigated to the directory and deleted everything. That's exactly the kind of mistake that a human could make with files that really matter, and suddenly those files are all gone. And that's the point at which expletive deleted comes to mind. But I could relax because I knew that I could restore the files. After starting Acronis True Image, I selected the backup and clicked Recover Files, selected the files I wanted to recover, all of them, and then started the process. When restoring files, the user can select all files or just specific files or specific directories. Only two gigabytes of files are involved here, so the restore process was pretty quick, less than two minutes, and all the files were restored just as they should be. Acronis True Image Cloud costs $100 for the first year. Subsequent years are priced at $70 for one computer and three mobile devices, or $160 and $130 for three computers and 10 mobile devices, or $200 and then $170 for five computers and 15 mobile devices. If you don't want the cloud version, the prices are $50 for a single computer, $30 upgrade, $80 for three computers with a $60 upgrade, and $100 for five computers with an $80 upgrade fee. The bottom line for Acronis True Image Cloud is five cats. This is definitely not the Acronis True Image that I remember. Some system administrators I know have always loved Acronis True Image, but I was never able to get it to work well for me. A decade later, I found an application that works very reliably and has an interface that anybody can understand. Backup is important, and Acronis True Image would be a good choice. You'll find additional details on the Acronis website. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website.
LG has launched a line of lightweight laptops, the LG Gram series. Computers are available at Microsoft stores and online at microsoftstore.com and amazon.com. LG says the Gram name is a nod to the extremely lightweight of the computers. High performance and portability are the main selling points. The LG Gram 14 is among the lightest laptops in the 14-inch category, weighing in at just a little over 2 pounds. Or if you want that in grams, 980 grams. That's a little lighter than the MacBook Air. The body is made of carbon lithium and carbon magnesium. These are materials found in spacecraft and race cars, so it gives the LG Gram 14 a strong, rugged framework. If you take a look at it, you'll realize immediately that it looks a lot like a Microsoft Surface Pro 3. David Vanderwall, Vice President of Marketing for LG in the U.S., says the company has a long history of developing innovative consumer electronics products and has applied that expertise, along with its laptop successes in other markets, to the LG Gram series. The company's PR staff also insists that he said, and I quote, We recognize that this is an extremely competitive category and are confident consumers will respond to this product that combines powerful performance with lightweight design. Sometimes I wonder why the PR people don't just let the managers speak in their own words. Oh well. The launch of LG's first laptop series in the U.S. was timed to coincide with the debut of Windows 10. Well, if that was true, it came a little late. All of the systems are Microsoft Signature Edition laptops, which means, hurrah, that the computers are free of installed junkware. That's a good selling point right there. LG says they are performance-tuned and fully virus-protected. The systems are powered by fifth-generation Intel Core processors, either Core i5 or Core i7. LG says the systems have an instant boot feature that means they start up immediately when the user opens the display, whether the computer has been powered off or is in sleep or hibernation mode. Battery life's at about seven and a half hours. The screen's resolution is 1920 by 1080 with a 16 by 9 aspect ratio, and there are three models that comprise the LG Gram laptop series. There's the LG Gram 13, obviously a 13-inch model. It's white with an Intel Core i5 processor, 8 gigabytes of memory, 128 gigabytes of storage, 900 bucks. The LG Gram 14, okay, this is a 14-inch model. It's gold has an Intel Core i5 processor with 8 gigabytes of memory and 128 gigabytes of storage. It's at $1,000. And another LG Gram 14, 14-inch model, in gold, with an Intel Core i7 processor, 8 gigabytes of memory, and a 256 gigabyte solid-state drive, $1,400. For more information on the LG Gram series of laptops, you can see the LG website. There is a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. In short circuits, Acronis pops up again. Acronis is working with ID Quantique to help protect companies from security threats related to advances in decryption techniques and the arrival of quantum computing. 
Acrona says it'll work with ID Quantique to bring quantum safe encryption capabilities to Acronis Cloud Solutions and thereby make Acronis the first cloud data protection solution provider in the industry to do that. What the heck does all that mean? As more companies use the cloud to back up, restore, and recover data, ensuring data privacy and data security are increasingly important. IT managers and security professionals have serious concerns about data security and privacy in the cloud. A recent survey by the Cloud Security Alliance found that 73% of IT professionals are concerned about security of data, making it the top reason for not adopting cloud solutions. At the same time, today's security technologies are not keeping up with the sophistication of modern-day hackers. The National Security Agency recently advised U.S. businesses that all email, medical, and financial records and online transactions will soon be vulnerable to quantum computing technology threats. And the NSA says that today's encryption technologies will not protect them. As a result, the NSA says it plans to move to quantum-resistant algorithms for greater protection. John Olczyk, Senior Principal Analyst at Enterprise Strategy Group, says that organizations face a vexing situation in which they must improve cybersecurity defenses and oversight while simultaneously adopting new IT initiatives. And those initiatives often involve the cloud. To ensure data privacy and security are never compromised, he says, CIOs and IT administrators will work only with vendors and cloud service providers who make security a big part of their technologies and service offerings. Acronis is focused on providing data protection that includes backup, disaster recovery, file synchronization, and file sharing, as I talked about earlier in the program. The companies say they will leverage quantum-safe encryption to provide increased security capabilities to Acronis cloud data protection solutions. Quantum-resistant encryption attempts to ensure that clients are safe from present and future cybersecurity threats and vulnerabilities by using advanced encryption technology for data transfers to and from Acronis data centers. According to Acronis, quantum key distribution, also known as quantum cryptography, provides security for the backbone of the network that links Acronis's data centers. Sometimes something catches my interest during the week, but isn't quite enough for a place in the main part of the program, in short circuits or even in spare parts all by itself. This is one of those weeks when I found a couple of things in exactly that category. There is Adobe Max, or as I'm calling it, Adobe to the Max. The Adobe Max conference spans three days with two days of pre-conference labs. The pre-conference labs begin this weekend. The three days of the conference start on Monday. The main event will be the Monday and Tuesday keynotes. Approximately 5,000 attendees will hear from illustrator and writer Maria Kalman, filmmaker Boz Lerman, designer and writer Ellie Luna, and the man behind the Humans of New York project, Brandon Stanton. Several dozen other speakers will present sessions for users of Adobe's many applications. At Max, Adobe typically releases some new products, announces others that will be released by the end of the year, and hints at features that'll be added in the coming year.
Follow along with me here for a moment. I'm going to spell something. Q-O-G-N-I-F-Y. How would you pronounce that? Quognify? Quognify? I don't know. Nice Systems spun off its Nice Security Division, and the company has been named with that perplexing string of letters. Why? I mention this because I received a news release this week from, however you pronounce it, regarding its new patented video analytics solution that can analyze hours of surveillance video in seconds to detect the first time an object appeared within a recorded scene. Okay, sounds kind of interesting. And I understand that trademarking a name that is a dictionary word is next to impossible. That explains some of the spelling idiocies seen in business names, but now the trend seems to be toward random letters that look more like passwords than company names. Here are some others that I have a little trouble pronouncing. R-E-Z-E-N-C-E. Resence? I don't know. Gigaohm. G-I-G-A-O-M. Q-R-I-O-C-I-T-Y. Quirocity? Quirocity. E-X-Y-N-O-S. Exynos? Exynos. How about asterisk I-S-T? Or C-I-U-S? C-I-U-S? Oh, come on, stop the madness. So if you wonder what Cognify, or however it's pronounced, does, check out the company's website. There is a link on the TechBiter Worldwide website. In spare parts only on the website, Russia's prime minister touts the country as a good location for innovators, protective software publisher EZ acquires DeskLock, and the Department of Homeland Security points out some security failings. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.